Welcome to the Three on the Tree podcast. I'm Ian. I'm here with Casey and Davis. And I don't know how we were going to start this one, but I just stumbled across something that I think is worthy of a conversation. So here we go. There's a doctor who is planning on doing a head transplant. Like full on, severed at the neck, different head? Yep. Italian neuroscientist Dr. Sergio Cabanaro, Canabero, Canabero, however you pronounce that, don't care. Carbonara. Uh, yeah, Carbonara. <laughs> Marinara. Uh, he said last year, see, this is something that one of my coworkers, uh, Dylan, had said something to me about this like last year. And I was like, no fucking way. There's nobody's doing a head transplant. It's not possible. It was, it was already attempted in the 50s by some crazy doctor. We did it on, Ooh. I want to say, either one or two monkeys, and we did it on a, on a dog. Huh? Like, successfully did it? Uh, Kind of. If it's if it's true, what I was reading. <laughs> successful by 50s medical standards? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this, this <laughs> basically just took, <laughs> took the head off, got the new one, spit on the next stump, and then stitched it together with, like, a leather thong, and that's it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And the, the monkey lived for like 30 minutes or something, and it was just... That's success! Super disturbing. So, yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't able to move or anything. Because, I mean, uh, that's all your nerves. Every one of your fucking nerves goes through your brain. Oh, yeah. So, you'd have to reconnect every one of those nerves. But... That's a lot of butt connectors. Yeah. A lot of butt connectors. Uh... This guy claims to have a solution to that, and it is a magic glue, quote unquote. Well, okay. that makes sense. Cause I, I think the original, like the original purpose of super glue, was for, um, like, on on the battlefield wound dressing. Okay. So I'm, I mean, like, glue isn't anything that's, you know. Uh, foreign to the medical business. Sure, but that's no, I, like I glued okay. the end of my, I glued the end of my finger on and played a show at the machine shop. If you remember? <laughs> yeah, but like okay, st- you know, gluing a small wound back together is one thing. Gluing nerves together is a little different. Right. Well, he found a guy that wants to. Um, he wants the surgery. He's this. Some Russian man named Valery Spiridonov, and he suffers from Wernig-Hoffman disease. It's a rare and often fatal genetic disorder that breaks down muscles and kills nerve cells in the brain and spinal cord that help the body move. He's in a wheelchair. His limbs are shriveled. He doesn't sound like a good candidate. <laughs> like, if, if his shit's already fucked up in his brain and his body, yeah. like, hey, you're already garbage. Why don't we let someone else that's not, like, already already? Well, broke if you're not garbage, why would you volunteer for it, though? Well, I I don't know. But, I mean, like, if if you're paralyzed from, like, the neck down, you know, your your nerves and shit are good from the neck up. But that guy, it sounds like his shit's uh, fucking with, like, his brain and everything, too. So from, like, yeah. top of the head to his fucking toes, he's garbage. 
He makes a bad test subject. Like he does. Uh, that's not a good. Um... No. Okay. Proceed. Lost the word. All right. So <laughs> instead of going into this too far, because this is a bunch of bullshit, I don't feel like reading. Yes. Um. If you had to get a body transplant, whose body would it be? Oh. Well, shit. you know what? It's like 78% of the earth is covered in water. So Michael Phelps would be a good a good start. Yeah? Yeah, you're the so much more of the of the planet is open to you if you can swim like a a swim like a really bad fish. <laughs> you know what? And and your your whole perspective would change because you wouldn't be five foot two anymore. Right. I'm not five foot two. <laughs> I'm five foot I'm five foot six. And like that just depends on yep. how humid a day it is and how yep. curly my fro gets. <laughs> yeah, how thick your platform shoes are. Yeah, exactly. I wear uh, a lot of cowboy boots. I mean, is it uh, like? Are you? You're talking like put your head on someone else's body, right? Yeah. Shit. What if I want a new head? Yeah, oh. that's what I was gonna say. You're just gonna keep your body and get a nice, super <laughs> sexy face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why, why are we even messing with this? Why not just make robot bodies? That's what I want. Okay. Uh, Blade Runner legs. No, no, uh, you got to pick a body. Well, okay, what's yours? Uh, Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Hugh Jackman. Huge Ackman. Uh, okay. <laughs> in, in the same vein, probably Ryan Reynolds wouldn't be a bad one. But I will say this with. Uh, limited hesitation my first thought was like terry cruz yeah yeah just because he's yeah, a fucking any, monster yeah black person that's what i want <laughs> <laughs> uh but here's see, the thing if they're giving me surgery i'm never gonna work out or do anything i'm just gonna keep trading it in for another body that's in great shape that's what i was gonna say is like yeah. you guys are picking very high maintenance uh torsos <laughs> no way i'm gonna i'm gonna run that thing into the ground and get a new one <laughs> So you just got like a load of celebrity bodies in the hopper that you just swap out on a whim? Yeah. I'm going to do three part. It's going to okay. be my head, celebrity body, porn star, porn star Dangus. <laughs> yeah, Buck Angels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh. Yeah, they should make it a quick disconnect and then just have like a, a freezer full of options to choose from if you're like, hey, you know what? I'm going to play basketball. I'm pick somebody tall today. If you're like, uh, I'm going to drive my sports car. I don't want to be yeah. all cramped up in there. Hey, I'm not trying to be Hopthor Bjornsson in my Porsche. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Cause that's the thing, yeah. I don't. I'm not. I'm probably not willing to do the to keep up with the maintenance on on one of those real high profile ones. That's that's fair. No, they just need to invent a pill. I just I just settle for not obese. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I don't even need to get it's real like picky. I just want to be able to buy pants at a normal that. pants store, and I would be I'd be much happier. <laughs>
Uh, uh, so speaking of sports cars and being too tall, so this weekend I was in Kansas City for a work function deal, and one night they took us to Kansas Speedway, and we got to do the Richard Petty driving experience. That's that uh, asshole that looks like uh, Burt Reynolds, right? Yeah, he kind of looks like crappy Burt Reynolds in a okay. really big cowboy hat. White white trash Burt Reynolds. Yes. <laughs> or I don't, I don't white white trashier Burt Reynolds. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and he always he he never doesn't have sunglasses on. Yeah. I think they're surgically attached. Burt Reynolds. Is that was fifties medicine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like sick of my, you know, I'm sick of squinting. Just just put these on permanently. Yeah. Hot glue those bad bitches on. <laughs> but so go on, yes. So you, you you don't get to drive the car. I think there's an op, you know, like a a package where you can uh, drive the car, but you got to go through classes and stuff like that. These ones we just did ride-alongs with the guys in like a stock car on the track, which was pretty cool because you get going to like 160 or 170 miles an hour, something like that. You know, big bank turns and stuff. So yeah. it was fun, um, but. You know, the company that I work for, the salesmen are not necessarily known for being in great physical condition. Myself included. I was not being, you know, I'm not picking on anybody. Um, But yeah, like, I have a saying that there's never been a decent BG salesman that was skinny. So, watching these guys, A, try to find. Uh, um, a driving suit like a race suit that fit including myself I had to trade mine in the initial one that they gave me was definitely long enough for me but uh, the you know the 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 girth the the butt and crotch region was just couldn't make it work (laughs) and I got help even couldn't fit into it so that I, I had to trade mine in as well. So trying to put on one of these racing onesies, that was the first that was the first hard part. But then uh trying to climb into the window of a stock car. <laughs> <laughs> and like 70% of the people there can't lift their leg above their waist. <laughs> so they got people like, you know, giving them a boost. And then try to like fish their legs in, and they're like moving their arms for them so they don't get stuck like halfways out, you know. And then they finally get in. You're in the car for a grand total of like 60 seconds. That's all it takes to do three laps around this track. Then you have to get out. So like some of the guys are literally like from the other side. The driver is like pushing them through the window of the car to get them <laughs> to get them out. Putting a come along around their neck and just winching them out. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you poor fat bastards. And then we all uh, gorged on barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Job well Look, done, everyone. I know, the, I know the best way to forget about that. Ste- <laughs> smoked meat. <laughs> so it was that was entertaining, but man, those things are fast though. And, like, you don't even really, I mean, because of the content, it's not like driving on a road where you, you understand, like, you look around, you're like, whoa, we're going really fast, you know? And it's not like we sped up really, really quickly, but once you hit one of those bank turns, and it, it's just, like, sucking your innards out the window, 
like it, you're like, oh my gosh, this is fast. That sounds it sounds like a pretty neat experience, honestly. Um, you know, I was never a huge fan of uh, NASCAR until uh, until Richard Hammond of Top Gear went and and did some NASCAR stuff because it, it's never been like um, I don't know. I, I guess I've never I've never cared to like invest into it mentally until it was done by somebody that I actually gave a shit about and then I saw like how how close everyone is when they're driving that fast which which I thought was kind of interesting it's one of those things that's kind of like sock like professional soccer like you can look at it for a second and you know in your head like this is difficult to do I know these guys are really good at this sport and it's a lot harder than I thought it was but it doesn't make you interested in it you know unless you grew up on it Right, but I don't know. the The cars are they sound awesome, you know, when they're driving. Yeah. So that part of it was cool, and I get to go back and go to a race and sit in the presidential suite box thing. Oh. Because um, my dad knows somebody like the the CEO of the track or something like that. So eat him up, Mike Falk. Yeah. Oh. He's gonna be he's gonna be green with envy. <laughs> Speaking of green with envy, this one time I used to cut Mike's hair, <laughs> and uh, like he wouldn't want to get like all of his all of his freshly cut hair on his own shit on his own shirts. So I gave him like a super small shirt to wear. <laughs> he probably then, picked the smallest one that you had too. Yeah, and then and then made him flex. <laughs> And then uh, took a picture of that and painted it green like he was the Hulk. And oh. I just recently saw that picture again, you which found I the thought picture? was, yeah. Oh, I'd like to see that. I yeah. That. I think I think Mike's probably got curlier hair than I do. His hair is really curly. I think that was. Uh, I think that circulated around like I think that was the time of MySpace. Oh, profile Maybe. pic, top friend. <laughs> PC for PC. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll post that on our MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> our three OT MySpace. Yeah, we should make one just for nostalgic people. Can yeah. you make one? I I it's still around because I went back to like my old bands myspace the other day to see if our music and stuff was still on there and it's still there huh but i don't know if i could get back into my old profile or not i don't know it's been what like a decade since i logged into it well, that's probably good yeah that's fine <laughs> <laughs> there's nobody in there worth remembering no <laughs> nope 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 um so, let me see. Weird story for you guys. Uh, I went out for a little bike ride yesterday, day before yesterday, Sunday. Sunday, yeah. Went out for a bike ride. Uh, went out to, like, Holly and then to Ortonville and then to Clarkston and to Waterford. And then uh, I took one of our, our more, <clears throat> excuse me, busier roads, M59 back. 
And on the way back, you know, I'm, I'm stuck behind all this traffic. It's like a five-lane road with like a center turn lane. So I'm stuck behind these people that are next to the turn lane, and we're cruising along, and everyone starts slowing down and slowing down and slowing down. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? So, you know, like my lane is at least still moving where the right lane is like stopped. So we're creeping past all these people in the right-hand lane. And sure enough, we get up to a wheelbarrow stuck in the road. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And like, no one, no one wants to like get out and move it. So everyone's like, we don't know how to get past it. Oh my god! <laughs> Just going, and you can even envision them doing it, like looking at the wheelbarrow and trying to like edge past on the curbside, going yeah. really slow. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> so as soon as I got past that, you know. I shot into the right lane where the wheelbarrow was and got past everyone that was still going slow as fuck in my lane because they're like, oh, did you see that? Oh, my goodness. There's you know, a wheelbarrow back there. Yeah, it takes them like 10 minutes for them to like come out of, uh, you know, this this crazy, crazy fucking happenstance that occurred. So at any rate, I get past all these idiots. I go buzzing up the road. Sure enough, here's this fucking truck with like this giant-ass rope on the back. And there's another wheelbarrow just fucking banging along the road. Like, he's just dragging this thing along. I'm like, oh, shit, that, that explains a bit. So I go buzzing up next to him, and I'm, I'm hitting my horn, and I'm, like, pointing behind him and shit like that. And this dude just gives me this shitty-ass look. I'm like, what? what the fuck is that? And he goes, like, speeding off. So I'm like, oh. Yeah, you're going to get away from me. So I go blitzing up next to him, honk the horn again, pulling the clutch, give it a couple revs so he hears me. And I'm I'm pointing to shit behind him, and he just, not one single fuck was given. I was like, oh, okay, okay, that's that's real cool. And and at this point in the road, there's uh, there's like a grass median, and, and you have to do like Michigan turnarounds uh, to like get anywhere. So homeboy... Pulls into the left-hand lane, pulls over into one of the Michigan turnarounds. So I look behind me. There's no one behind me. So I duck over there, too, and I pull up right next to him. He pulled up far, and I, I pulled up, like, on the inside of him because we both had to turn left at this point. I honked the horn, and I lifted my, my, my mask up, honking the horn, honking the horn, honking the horn. Dude doesn't even glance over, Not not even one eyeball over. And he just fucking takes off. Boom. There goes the second wheelbarrow just like doing somersaults <laughs> down the road. So he keeps going and I'm I'm waiting for traffic to pass. And he pulls into like this little mobile home park or whatever. So I'm like, okay, he's going to get out, realize what he did wrong. Fucking turn around, maybe go pick his shit up. So I go driving past... Uh, past that little mobile home park and then hit another Michigan turnaround because thanks Michigan, that's how we do shit. And then I wait for traffic to go by. Wait for traffic to go by. By now, I'm assuming this is these are all the people that were like, oh, we finally got past that fucking wheelbarrow. Oh my God. <laughs> so I finally wait for a clearing and I get going and then I, I end up passing that, that first turnaround that I took and there's some asshole, like, in a van pulled over on the side of the road, like, loading up the wheelbarrow into <laughs> their van. I was like, well, that's what you get, you dumb prick. You should have paid attention. But no, you were, you were a fucking wiener. So, 
you suck. So I blitzed home, and I laughed about it. And then uh, let's make this story a little bit better uh, because, uh, as you guys know, I have uh, the, the little Bluetooth thing in my helmet so I can listen to music or answer calls, stuff like that. So five minutes or so after I, I passed the uh, wheelbarrow tragedy of 2016, uh, you know, I'm going blitzing through town and my, my helmet starts ringing, like my phone's ringing. So I hit the button and I'm like, hello? And it's my dad. My dad's like, hey, what are you up to? And I'm like, uh, nothing, man. I'm just riding the bike. You don't need a wheelbarrow by chance, do you? Yeah, guess what I got? I got two wheelbarrows. No. (laughs) So, like, he goes, like, we're we're, we're talking, and he's like, you know, I went up north and shit. And I was like, well, you know, how was your trip up north? He's like, good, good. He's like, oh, you know what? You know what? I'll let you go. You know, you're on your bike. And I'm like, okay, okay, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, You know, I'll give you a a call later. He's like, all right. And then this happens. <laughs> like, oh, uh, he didn't hang up the phone. I just have to listen to him. <laughs> I can hold on to my phone forever because I can't do anything. I'm on my bike. Can't I don't hang I don't, up on him. No, I can't. So, like, I'm I'm cruising along, listening into this, and I'm like, oh my god, this is so annoying. And then I hear this, hey, hey. I'm like, hey, well, what's up, Papa San? He's like, oh, you're still on the phone. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm on my bike, man. I can't really, can't really do anything. So, yeah, I'm still here. And he's like, oh, all right, all right. Sorry about that. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you when you get home. And I was like, all right, man. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Having a hard time with phones. Yeah. So, at this point, I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't want to keep listening to this. I'm like, pops, pops screaming into my helmet so he'd hopefully hear it and then sure enough like 30 seconds later he's like hello i'm like hey man uh, i'm on my bike i can't i can't hang up unless <laughs> like I, I i just can't do it unless i get off my bike and like take out my phone and hit a button and then put my bike or put my phone back in my pocket and then start everything back up so if you hang up i'll be fine and i can keep listening to my music and he's like all right all right, I'll, I'll do that. I was like, yeah, just just look for like the red button or something or the something that says end call or whatever. He's like, oh, okay, I'll uh, I'll look for that. Uh, looks like end call. Beep. And he just like <laughs> cut himself off like that quick. I was like, oh, okay, there we go. He figured it out. So that was uh, that was like a fun like ten minutes of my bike ride. It's like uh, stupid people. Yeah, stupid people, and then like my dad being like, "Ah, oh, screw technology! You should know what I want to do by now." So that <laughs> that night that we did the the NASCAR thing, they were like racing to get us through it because there was all these storms coming. So we got done in time. Right as we were leaving, it started pouring rain and stuff. But April was driving up from Wichita to meet me in Kansas City. It's like two and a half hours, right? Um, well, they got. A crazy storm. I mean, they got like some some places got like five inches of rain or something like that. And we're staying right downtown in this area called the Plaza District. It's a real nice shopping district and stuff. But it's like in this little valley, and there's a river that runs through the middle of it, and there's basically no drainage. So, dude, 
I mean, it's literally, it's just downpour, like some of the hardest rain, you know, you run into. And I'm, I had a, a window, right, I had a room right in the corner looking over this big intersection on the main drag. So I'm sitting there just watching this water pour down and the, the road starts getting flooded. And literally, like, the street coming down the hill is just, I mean, it's like a river. Like, the water is just veeing around the telephone poles and stuff like that. And the intersection is filling up with water. And all these people are trying to get through the intersection. And as it keeps getting deeper and deeper, I'm watching it, and I'm like, I'm going to watch somebody ruin their car. <laughs> I'm just waiting. you know. So every time somebody come along, I'm like, oh, here it is. Here it is. And they keep kind of like veering out of the turning lane and going wide to try to stay out of the deepest part. And a guy came through in like a, a Corvette, and he went through it. I couldn't believe that the Corvette made it through it, but it did. Um, the front end was like underwater, basically. So finally I'm watching and this guy comes up in like an Audi sedan, a newer one, and not like the base A3 or whatever. It's like one of the bigger ones, you know, and he came in pretty hot, like he was going way too fast and I was watching him and he, he must not have been paying attention. So he gets over into the turning lane that everybody's been avoiding, you know, suddenly realizes how deep the water is and just like swerves wildly. And rather than going wide and out of it, he like curves into it further, smashes into the curb, hops it, comes down the other side, and then just whoa, 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 whoa. And his car just dies right in the intersection. And I was like, oh, hydrolocked. That's it. And how do people not know at this point in time, like every time there's a storm, it happens a million times. How do people not know, like, if there's a really deep puddle of water, don't drive through it? Did uh, all the BG salesmen go running out after him? Oh, I got something for that. I got something for I that. I got a water flush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Hold on. I got a fresh snake right here. <laughs> Starts jerking off a little snake. No. It's not even a real snake. It's an earthworm. <laughs> Whatever. As long as it's long and cylindrical. <laughs> you can milk it. Um, no, but dude, this guy, he sat there. I mean, he was there for hours because, I mean, the, the the emergency services were busy. You know, they're, they're handling calls and stuff like that all over the place and everything. But the guy just sat there and sat there, and then he got out, you know, and he's standing like the water's like probably calf deep. Where he, where he stalled out, you know? So he's, like, standing in it, and he keeps walking around and just kind of looking at the car, like, oh, well, well, I looked at it. Now uh, what do I try next? You know? Like, at one point, he, like, pops the hood, and he's, like, looking around in there. Like, you know, you're not going to fix it. <laughs> you know? Nope. And then finally, like, somebody came and pulled him out, but... Dude, it was it was so much water. I don't think I mean I've seen like flooding before, like light flooding, but I don't think I've ever seen that much water in one spot before. Obviously it's not like dangerous, life threatening flood like in Louisiana or anything like that, but it's uh it's wild when something like that happens. It's just pandemonium because people are dumb. <laughs> oh man. That's been my uh my new favorite thing is watching dumb people uh, between like motorcycle accidents and uh, just 
standard car accidents on YouTube. For some reason, that's really entertaining to watch stupid people do stupid things. Did I send you guys the one of the quad? The guy's doing the wheelie, and then he drops down and hits an oncoming car? Yeah! Oh, man, that was brutal. This guy, he's, like, showing off in the road. You know, he's riding this, some sort of quad, and he pops this big wheelie, and he's riding it. And he kind of drifts over into the oncoming lane and, like, drops it down, and immediately a car just plows him head on and he flips over the top of this car and then like rolls down the street and like i think he was he was alive afterwards i don't think he was like seriously hurt but that looked pretty gnar i'm pretty sure you sent that to me with the caption of this is why i shouldn't own a quad i think that's what you sent back well that's up for debate but I'm pretty sure, <laughs> the regardless of who says it, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty accurate. Yeah, you shouldn't do well, that. Well, I won't argue that. No, but uh, so have you guys seen the the crap about uh, Huma Wiener? Yeah, what? some new sexting scandal. Yeah. So okay. So you know Anthony Wiener. You recall that name? Yeah. From like maybe two years ago or something like that. I don't remember when the initial thing started. Sure. Dude got caught um, sexting other chicks. And at that time, I think he was, what was he, like a congressman in New York or something like that? Yeah, he's something. He's something. Anyways, a politician, right? His wife's in politics. Her name is Huma. Oh, gosh. I can't think of. Huma Abedin. Huma Abedin, right? Yeah. Um, and she's one of Hillary Clinton's, like, uh, real close buds. Some might say intimately close, but <laughs> I read that on InfoWars, so who knows? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, a couple years ago, it was a big scandal because he was, um, you know, he was a, a standing politician in office and got caught sexting chicks over the internet, like a lot of them. And he's yeah. like a fit, you know, late forties at the time, but he's in real good shape and stuff like that. He's got a face like a, I don't know, swordfish. He's got just he's he's an ugly man, but he's in real good shape and stuff. And he was sexting all these chicks. Big scandal, you know. There's all this hoopla about like, ah, oh, it's people's private business. Blah 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 blah. Anyways, it all blows over. Um, he's running for re-election. In the middle of his re-election run, finds out you know it gets it gets leaked to the media that he's still doing this. He's continued to sex other chicks and stuff while he's running for office. So he had gone through like this big apology and went to sex therapy and stuff like that with his wife and all this stuff. It was this big public thing, right? And he was actually doing pretty good. In his campaign. Wait, wait. Before we go any further, we need to we need to mention that uh, that he went under the alias of Carlos Danger. Yes. Right. <laughs> Possibly so. the most embarrassing part of the story. That was his yeah. pseudonym is Carlos Danger. So in case you didn't know the name Anthony Weiner, maybe you've heard of Carlos Danger. Those are the same, kind of like Batman and Bruce Wayne. But why, go on. Why sir. Carlos Danger? He's. I don't. I would say he's almost a hundred percent not Latino. 
Uh, it was I don't know. kind of an odd odd name choice. Maybe meant to be just misleading. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, right. Anyways, uh, so he was doing fairly well after this whole big public apology and therapy and all this stuff. Like he was doing pretty well in his reelection bid, and the next one totally sunk the ship. Like he lost big time. I I almost want I almost want to say that he stepped out of the race after it all came out. So it cost him his off his his position basically. Well, now over the weekend, um, some lady that he was sexting back and forth over Twitter, I think it was, or one of the one of the social media sites or something like that. He kept trying to uh, to send her like sexually explicit photos and tried to bait her into these you know sexual conversations and stuff. I don't think she was really. I, I think if. If she was trying to keep it strictly platonic, she by the the looks of the article, she was sending some pretty risque stuff back and forth with him. So I don't know if this got leaked by somebody else or if she leaked it. I will say that she is a um, avid Trump supporter, where of course he's a Democrat and she's a big NRA proponent and stuff like that. So it's hard to say what exactly happened, but the picture that got leaked to the media. Um, over this last one, he's he's laying in bed. He's wearing like tidy whitey boxer brief things. You can see like his boner through his <laughs> his pants, and then right next to him, his his like baby like infant son is curled up next to him sleeping. Oh my god! So it's like his boner right next to his kid's head. Huh. Well, that's something. It wasn't. You know, it wasn't a. It wasn't a tasteful sext. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah that's that's fair. Uh, their their whole relationship between like uh, I don't know. Uh, Mr. Weiner, as I'm going to call him, or Mr. Danger, either one, and uh, what's her name, Abedin? Yeah. 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 Huma. They didn't, yeah. They didn't get, they didn't get married until like 2010. Wow. So this is awfully fresh to be sending yeah. your boner around. Yeah. And so, like, he was, I think, busted in 2011. So, I mean, <laughs> that has to be, that that has to be somewhere in his playbook. Like, as far as, like, how those two came to be. Like, so there, you think he was sexting her over Twitter or something like that? Well, I mean, there's there's no way, like, within the progression of a year, you go from, like, no, no presence to, like, hey, I'm just going to show my boner to everybody. At least I don't think so. Well, hey, maybe so, that's how maybe. these insiders do this. Maybe that's how Huma met Hillary. Maybe, maybe. he's normal. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's normal and finds it repulsive that his wife works really close with Hillary Clinton. Yeah, maybe, maybe. so. Maybe. maybe he caught her sexting back and forth. Maybe he yeah. accidentally looked at her phone and saw Hillary's beef curtains. Oh. I mean, Bill, <laughs> Bill Clinton had what? One of that was a Secret Service. He came out and said it was basically like a coke den with prostitutes. I don't remember that, but it sounds fun. Point. Ooh, maybe I made that up, but I'm pretty sure it didn't. Oh, uh, you're talking about a Clinton. 
Yeah. yeah. Everyone, I mean, this like, is the Inside Podcast. We... <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> yeah, that, this will be my last podcast. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it's a Clinton, so it's pretty safe speculation. I think we can we can just use that without sourcing anything. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. <laughs> what are we gonna do? Soil their reputation? Yeah, probably not. So that is just that's unbelievable. It just makes you wonder. Like um, they they said that he's like a sex addict. Is th- is that? I don't want to say that's not a thing. Is that a thing? Who, Wiener? A sex addict? Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, it, you could be a sex addict, I guess. But, I mean, like, it's because you like to have sex. Who doesn't? Right. Every male from the age of, like, 10 to 20. To I would say until until death. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I yeah, mean, it's. I mean, I suppose there's varying levels of uh, of uh, obsession with it, you know. Who doesn't like an orgasm? Who hates them? Yeah, that's true. But like this guy, I mean, obviously he's he's derailed his life for now the third time over the same thing. Well, Parkinson just kept getting away with it. He's got to know that people are out there. I mean, people are expecting that from him. Yeah. And the minute he does it, somebody's going to run to the media with a story. I mean, you know how much he could probably sell, though. You know that scoop to some, you know, the New York Post or something like that for. That's what makes you wonder about any of these politicians that get caught doing something like this. Like, how much of a god complex do you have to have to think that you, of all people, are going to get away with whatever it is you're doing? Yeah, I guess that's... Uh, Unless he was just trying to make himself relevant again. I don't know. Maybe so. That's kind of a crappy sort of relevance. Unless you want to, like, host a reality dating show on a on a deserted island or something like that. <laughs> well, how many times had you heard of Anthony Weiner before it? Yeah. And after after he gave his stupid public apology, which was worthless, and he lost his spot in office, uh, I mean, you haven't heard of him since until this. Right. He just, this is just going to be his claim to fame. Every year or so, he's just going to start sending pictures of his boner to people. Oh, new boner pics are up. Yeah. Check it out. He's going to create his own fappening. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, while we're on the subject of, like... Boners? Deviants. Oh. Yeah, uh, I, was, I was a little worried there. There Apparently in South Carolina, there's a town in South Carolina where there are reports of clowns in the woods trying to lure kids. Oh, yeah, that Ew. apartment complex. No, really? Yeah, yeah. The, the apartment complex sent out like a a letter to everybody saying, "Hey, don't leave your children unattended, uh, because there's a clown around, and that's uh relatively uncool." And he's trying to lure kids into the woods. Yeah, like from the uh, basketball courts, I think it was. Huh. That's uh, one of my coworkers lives in Flushing. And uh, he said that 
someone in his neighborhood, people have been reporting someone's living in the woods in his neighborhood. Oh, it's then, probably that piece of shit Nick Knopf singer, N-O-F-S-I-N-G-E-R. That probably is. Oh, my God. And the slandering continues. I want I want to have him on the show and get his side of the story. Good luck finding him. Yeah. He lives in the fucking woods. Yeah, last I knew he was he was uh gonna move to he was gonna jump on a plane to go to Thailand because he was had a warrant. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, so he, he might live in Thailand now. Didn't what? didn't we know someone else who said who was in some trouble or something said they were gonna move to Thailand? Yeah, I'm not gonna bring that person up. No, you don't wanna name that name because he's decent, but Yeah. He's he's trying. He's not a he's not a complete piece of shit. He's been a guest on the show several times, too. <laughs> no. uh, so what, the guy's just, there's just a, a guy apparently living in the woods? Yeah, and uh, somebody looked out their window or something, he was just staring in their window. And they can't catch this guy, he's just hanging out in the woods, living out in the woods. That's something. Uh, you know, my mom said that uh, when she was a kid... There was, she said that one of her friends lived kind of out in the middle of nowhere, and they they all stayed over there one night. And there was a a guy that apparently lived in a shack in the woods. And they were their mom, I guess, told them like, "Hey, you guys need to quiet down and have you know lights out by a certain time, or so and so is gonna come come trying to you know figure, try to see what's going on." And so she said that they were like hanging out and stuff like that and, you know, goofing around and whatever. Anyways, uh, all of a sudden look up and there's like this creepy mountain man, hairy, degenerate, like looking in the window at him. And they were all just like, <laughs> just freaked out. And their, their mom came running out and she's like, you get out of here now. You go. Go on. Shoot. <laughs> That's it. Skedaddle. Shush. Shush. Off you go. And I guess hit, he left. Hit him up with a little uh, spray bottle of water. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cat. Uh, I had a boss that used Don't to talk count. about, like, mountain people. Uh, he lived, in, it was in Virginia. And he hunted up in the Blue Ridge Mountains and stuff all the time. And he said that, like, occasionally you would run into, like, mountain people that just, like, rarely ever go into town or anything like that. They just live out in the boonies. And that's just, I don't know what it is, but something about, like, running into a person where there shouldn't be a person just instantly, like, makes me afraid. Especially, like, mountain people, because it makes you think of deliverance. Her wrong turn. Is that what it was? Yeah. Wrong turn. Um, With maybe the, uh, the hillbillies. Yeah, but no more deliverance because deliverance was wasn't like mutant people. It was just some crazy rednecks that wanted to uh, put their hot dogs in a bun. In Ned Beatty's bun. Yeah, and like and did. you, you kind of want to think like, oh, maybe they're just simple people that like being out in the middle of nowhere or something. But dude, if at this point in time, like. If you're living out in the middle of nowhere, like by yourself, purposely like segregating yourself from society and stuff, you're probably off a bit. Well, yeah, you probably are running from the cops. 
I think. Maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe so. I well, mean, uh, maybe you like to be with nature. Yeah. Um, when Pete graduated from school, from college, he went to uh, West Virginia and lived there with this uh, this blacksmith that lived in West Virginia for a bit. And, and that was really it. Like, he... He didn't go to town maybe once a month for stuff that, like, he couldn't do himself. You know, pick up, like, a big buttload of supplies and then go home. But aside from that, like, he just minded his own business, cranked some stuff out on some metal, and that's about it. Gross. Um, <laughs> yeah, Pete would definitely be the best-case scenario of someone you might find in the woods when you're not looking for someone. <laughs> <laughs> he might still freak you out though if you saw him and didn't know him. Hey, you think he's the flying spaghetti monster with that crazy beard? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I don't know. That so. If you, I just feel like if you're dressed as a clown trying to lure kids into the woods, you're definitely trying to be creepy. Not really trying that hard to lure kids into the woods because. Nobody responds well to clowns nowadays. No, I'm I'm sure it's just some idiots that were trying to create a a funny viral video or something. I'm I I doubt there was any like real threat there. It probably just caught enough people off guard that <laughs> that they had to at least say something about it. You know. Just well, yeah, because you sound like you can just pink belly. You, can't, you can't blend in. You can't like run from the cops. Oh shit, the cops are here. Let's run and just blend in with the crowd. Yeah, and you dress as a clown when you run. So, I mean, you're not going to hide very well. Squeak, no. squeak, squeak, squeak. What? what yeah, if you're going to lure a kid into the woods nowadays, what would you have to dress as? Probably like uh, an Apple Store employee. Be like, hey, uh, I've got a deal on some iPads back here. You wanna, you wanna come check out my my little mobile store in the woods? Yeah, I think that'd probably be about the best. Or uh, Pokemon. <laughs> There's a Charizard back here. I, th- I swear I saw it. So, uh, you like you like Pikachu? Huh? You like Pikachu? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. People are weird. People are very weird. Yeah, very strange. So, not to get dark, but Gene Let's Wilder died. Yeah. That's super sad. That is super sad. And it's what's like, I always wondered what the hell happened to Gene Wilder. Why does he not act? Why don't I see him in movies? The guy makes me laugh every time I see him. And it's right. because he had Alzheimer's. Yep. Oh. That's super sad. Sweet. Yeah, so he just kind of retreated into. Yeah, he was hiding the fact that he had Alzheimer's. Ugh, yeah. Man, that's such a terrible disease. It is. That's worse is. than. That's pretty much the. Like, if I had to rank them in terms of what to get, I, that Alzheimer's would probably be, like, my the last pick. The least desirable? Yeah, because of, uh, you, terminal like... Terminal illnesses? Yeah, like, you, you don't just get sick. You don't just get, like, weak and tired or, or anything. Like, like you lose your, your entire personality. Exist- yeah, you lose everything. Dude, you I remember... history. I remember there was this old lady at our church when i was a kid and she was 
super nice. She was just a, a sweet old lady. Um, she was kind of weird because she was an old lady, you know? Like, she used to sit in the back of church, and she'd just hack loogies. Like, right in the middle of the church. There's no sound oh whatsoever. Oh, my God. You know? Like, the pastor is praying or something, and she'd be back there, and she'd be like... <laughs> <laughs> just like... Like, snort this big loogie. Never spit them. Just like to snort them once in a while, I guess. Just like to pack the snowball a little. (laughs) But uh, she got Alzheimer's. Well, okay, when I first started going there, I mean, I was like in fourth grade. But her sister, who was older than her, got it, like, when we first started going to that church. And both of them, like, within a year of getting it, like, it it came on fast. And... Dude, they were not only, like, were they different personality-wise, they didn't even look like the same people. Like, they literally looked like different people. You wouldn't even have noticed, known it was it was her if you didn't know it was her. Huh. It's, I don't know, weird. It's like something with the, I don't know if it's muscles in your face and stuff, like, if it affects them or whatever, but, like, it was a really bad process. That's a that's a freaking bummer. It was. My see, my grandpa, uh, on my mom's side, he they they said that he has dementia, which he might he might have like mild dementia. Um, but he was getting kind of rough for a little while. Like he was having a hard time having a conversation, and he was forgetting stuff left and right. Like he was, it was starting to really show, you know. Right. But um. He changed uh, blood pressure medications, and I don't know how the two connect. I'm not sure at all, but dude, he's he's gotten like exponentially better since he changed blood pressure medications. Awesome. That's great. Yeah, and I've heard that from other people that said the same thing too. Like they had a parent that or a grandparent or something that was starting to show signs of like memory loss and stuff like that, and. I mean, they literally, they switched their blood pressure medications out and made, like, pretty pretty rapid recoveries from it. wonder if it's, like, a, uh, a blood flow type of issue. That could be. I don't know. Well, I, I would assume if it was, we probably would have heard something about it. It's not like I'm the most brilliant person in the world. Like, oh, that's why. Maybe you are. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to write I an am. online you article. it out. Hopefully it's, some doctors are listening to uh, the Three on the Tree podcast because I just figured out how to cure that shit. You know what? My grandpa got vaccinated one time. I'll bet you that's it. That's probably it, yeah. Probably. Uh, that's definitely it. Autism. Yeah. It took a while. Uh, dementia. Yeah. One of those uh, one of those slow creepers. That's what it is. <laughs> it took 50 years. Yeah. But it's this finally the... showing its its nasty effects. Yeah. On, on WebMD, it says that um, high blood pressure pressure might protect um, elderly people from dementia. Huh. Weird. That's strange. It's, it's too early to recommend any change in treatment, it says. Oh, I know what I was going to ask you guys about. So, like, have you heard much about, like, this Takata airbag recall? Yeah. Oh, yeah, a little bit. I've just hasn't that been it. going on for a couple of years? Yeah, it just keeps getting worse and worse. They just keep adding more people to the list. What's right. what's happening? So, 
they're made with faulty parts. And like an airbag, I know you guys know how an airbag functions, but like for our listeners. Oh, re- refresh my memory. What does an airbag do? An, <laughs> <laughs> an airbag, you know, is a is basically just a big pillow that inflates super fast if you yeah, have a co- collision. It's more and like a brick. to sell you snake oil. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it has to deploy super fast inflate super quickly yeah and so they've got a metal canister full of uh, an explosive propellant like a combustible propellant right that fires off and that inflates the airbag well these ones are made with like faulty parts so they might do that or they might just explode like a frag grenade right in front of your face yeah. So that's basically what they're doing is like they're exploding in the steering wheel and just firing metal shrapnel right into your your chest and face. And it's killed at least 14 people now according to the article I was reading earlier. Right? And it's it's huge. It affects there's 28.8 million airbags that are being recalled right now. And there's not enough parts and there's not enough like, you know, there you basically like if you're if you want to have it done because you have one of the vehicles that's affected. Well, you just put your name on a list and hopefully you get the call someday, you know, because they just don't have the resources to fix them all. Um, speaking of which, I was looking Wait. at a, an article. What year is uh, Ashley's? edge 2013 oh okay okay so you don't have one of the vehicles that's affected what year's your truck davis 2012 you're one year out of the uh the recall so you're good out of the danger zone yeah uh okay how many (laughs) how many volkswagens are on that list oh let's see um a lot 2009 to 2014 cc 2012 to 14 eos 10 to 14 golf 10 to 14 jetta sports wagon 6 to 10 passat 12 to 14 passat i mean that's a lot of vehicles the list is huge i mean it's like 10 different auto manufacturers and it's a lot of cars on that list i i just wanted to see if volkswagen wanted to like double down on just being a shitty company (laughs) (laughs) well this has nothing to do with the car manufacturers this was an outside source product that you know they all basically they just all bought it was like an industry standard product and um it was not up to spec so takata is basically gonna go down in flames it's gonna be bad well you'd think so but I, I doubt it. So, amid their many problems, um, there was a truck in Texas that was transporting, like, a whole bunch of them, right? It's a big semi full of them. And they haven't released the, the cause of the accident yet, but basically the truck went off the road, and the whole truck exploded, and, I mean, it blew the windows and doors out of, like, ten different houses in the area. Parts landed a mile away from, you know, pieces of the truck and stuff like that landed a mile away. And it killed, uh, well, one woman was killed and four people were injured. Somehow the driver survived. Oh, shit. Yeah. 
That's something. What made it explode? They haven't said yet. Mm. But it kind of makes you think, like, if you're a truck driver, and they're like, hey, uh, take this load of airbags up to wherever, and you're, I'd be like, uh, on second thought, I don't feel very good. Hey, Bill's here. Nobody likes Bill. Send him. You know, I don't. I don't think truck drivers actually know uh, what is in their their cargo. What? They have to know. They have like packing slips and stuff like that with them. Really? I I really have no idea. That was that was just a. I don't know. I guess just a question, more or I, less. I, like, I think I, they probably know. I thought it was like a. Hey, your job is to drive from A to B, not to give a shit about what's in the back of your truck. See you the fuck later. And that's it. I could be wrong. I have no idea. Furthermore, it's a stupid subject. So, <laughs> eat my shit. <laughs> yeah, it probably depends on what it is. If it's a... If the truck driver looks like me and it's a big, you know, it's like eight Isle pallets of, of Little Debbie's. Yeah. yeah. Hostess donuts. Just don't even tell me. I don't want to yeah. know. And I don't want to think your, about that all the way down there. Plug your nose because you're going to sniff them out. They wouldn't miss like six pounds of these on this big old truck. Let's just we'll take them. <laughs> Let's say they got water damage. Say a rat got into them. <laughs> a big stupid rat with graying hair. <laughs> man uh, so we missed last week's podcast yeah we did i don't i don't think any of us have a a good reason as to why we just didn't do it so i was just swamped and like i thought about it but then i was like oh, i can't i can't this week there's too much going on all right so uh, all of you 3OT listeners, it's Casey's fault. It is my fault. I'm sorry. He had uh, he had too much poop in the chute. Couldn't couldn't break away. Yeah, and I know at this point you're addicted to my my soothing vocal tones. <laughs> yeah. So I deprived you of that, and I apologize. Yeah. So we'll we'll make up for it by. Uh, maybe going back on schedule, so <laughs> everyone can shut up and deal with it. Uh, and on that note, I'm gonna I'm gonna close this out uh, and say, um, 95 Kawasaki Vulcan motorcycles suck. Yeah, yeah, they do. Um. Hey, oh wait, wait, Chubbs, did, how's your dog? Oh. He's fine. He's good now. Okay. Um, Was it a snake bite? Yeah. Multiple. Okay. Multiple oh, snake bites. Okay. A little um, backstory. Yeah. So, uh, my dog, you know, my dogs are pretty wild, especially the, the English setter that we have. He just kind of, he just kind of goes. And Time, like out. Time out. Mm-hmm. The word is fucking stupid. Your dogs are fucking stupid. <laughs> Stupid. I don't think stupid's the right term. They're great. Well, They're nice little guys. I was going to say something guys. else, but then I thought that would be not very PC. <laughs> so 
<laughs> go go on. Go on. Um, but Tucker is a wild man, and he just runs. He just runs through the woods and doesn't pay attention to anything. And, like, sometimes he comes back, and he's just got blood all over him. And I try to find the source of the blood, and if it doesn't look too bad, I just kind of clean him off. And we just go on about our business. Like, it's very routine at this point. He's had a lot of accidents, minor and major. Um, but he came back the other night from running around in the woods and the creek and stuff like that. And he had, like, these scratches on his nose. And I just thought, oh, man, he skinned his nose up. I wonder how that happened. Didn't really think much of it. Didn't look like anything. Well, the next morning, um, I let him out of his kennel and... His nose is like turning black and blue and it's swelling up. And these things are like, these scratch marks are like leaking like pus and blood and stuff like that. I'm like, oh crap. So, I mean, we don't have much for snakes here. Like, I mean, we've got snakes, but as far as poisonous snakes, this is like kind of a little island in this part of the country where you just don't have very many poisonous snakes but we do have massasauga rattlesnakes like we you know supposedly have in michigan nobody's ever seen one but there's i saw there. one you saw one yeah saw one in holly huh anyway well anyway so i was like that doesn't look good that looks like i think that might be a snake bite so i took him into the doctor and uh it, yeah, as it turns out, like, he must have gotten into a scrap with the, one of these little rattlesnakes. They're small. They're not like a big timber rattler or whatever. You know, they're like little little bitty snakes. They don't have a very big mouth or anything like that. So the, the, the vet said that he probably got struck several times in the nose. And I don't think they must not be as serious as, like, getting bit by a diamondback or something like that because... The vet basically gave him, like, a steroid and an antibiotic. And within, like, 24 hours, it already looked quite a bit better. So it turned out to not be such a big deal. Um, but just kind of weird, like, holy crap, he got bit by a snake. That's strange. So, yeah, he's okay now. He's doing fine. Um, they did get out over the weekend. They... Django somehow knocks the kennel door off of its hinges. Dogs are such fucking buttholes. <laughs> yeah, Django, he gets he gets wound up sometimes, man. I don't know what the what causes it, but like, he's very um, he's never barked at a human being before, like never once. Not somebody in the door, not somebody coming into the yard, anything like that. But other animals. He gets real uptight about, and um, we have a lot of coyotes and stuff. So, anyways, I think they, I think he knocked the the kennel door off the hinges, and so we came home and they were both just sitting in the driveway waiting for us. So luckily they didn't run away or anything like that. That was not a very good story, but uh, if you are in the loop on my Facebook page, uh, that's what happened. Hey, and if you are not Facebook friends with me and you're a regular listener, uh, feel free to add me. I post a lot of funny stuff. Mostly pictures of his ball sack, which is pretty funny. Yeah, it looks like landscape up close. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> topographical map of Mars. Yep. But anywho, 
Thank you yeah. for listening. Uh, yeah. Tell your friends about us and uh, tell them to listen. And yeah, have a great week.